0: Ever wonder if your probiotics are really working for you? To fully benefit from probiotics, you need to ensure they're not destroyed by your stomach acids. Clinical studies prove that enteric coating guarantees safe intestinal delivery of live active probiotic cells. New Roots Herbal offers a variety of enteric coated probiotics formulated to meet your specific needs. Available exclusively at fine health food stores. Find them in the refrigerated section. To ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label.
1: You're listening to an interview taken from the Tonic Talk Show and Podcast.
0: My first guest today is Dasha Leneva, who is a recent graduate of the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine and is an ND candidate. I'm excited to hear what she has to say about digestion as she has all the up-to-date information that they're teaching uh, at the college on the topic. So welcome to the show, Dasha. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So I never thought that there were secrets. But I understand there are secrets to better digestive health. What are they?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, I wouldn't say there's one secret. It's kind of intuitive. So I, I think you all heard the saying, you are what you eat. But that's really not that simple. And there's a lot of emerging evidence that suggests that it's equally important to consider how well you digest and absorb nutrients from the food we consume. So, you know, maybe the new saying should be, we are what we digest.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah.
1: First, it starts with some mechanics like eating slowly, chewing your food food thoroughly, and what this does is it increases the surface area for exposure to the digestive fluid released by your salivary glands, which actually initiate digestion.
0: It's interesting. I had a conversation with my family the other day. We were speculating whether it would be better to eat stuff like yogurt and fruit, as yogurt and fruit, like in a bowl, or have it as a smoothie. And somebody said, and it wasn't me, I I can't take credit for this. They said, no, it's probably better to eat it as yogurt and fruit because then you're chewing and you're digesting it and the saliva comes out versus like sucking it up through a straw and that step is missing. So is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely right. And when you eat it whole, it means that the fibers are still intact. And even like you said, the chewing initiates the process, gives your stomach a little bit of a head start to your digestion. So all these fluids that are necessary for us to break down our food are released in that time. And having that fiber actually slows down the glucose spike you would have. And it kind of slows you down because I'm sure you might have noticed if you ever drank a smoothie, we tend to finish that a lot faster than we would a whole bowl of yogurt and fruit.
0: No, that's true. I never thought of that. I mean, there's certain foods that you end up like scarfing down quickly. It's, you know, it's the pizza, the talk, like tacos. I think people eat tacos probably faster than anything because they're so Mm -hmm. messy, you know, like you kind of want to eat them before they get all over your hands. And I wonder, I wonder if like digesting tacos is easier or harder just because we're, you know, maybe I'm projecting, maybe I'm the only one who does that. But like when you eat quickly, I I think it does impact the rest of your digestion. I, I think that's true. So what about the process of digestion once we get to the stomach? So what's happening there with like the enzymes and
1: such? So in the stomach after, just one more thing I wanted to just fit in, so yeah, so when we actually eat a little bit slower, our body is allowed to release hormones that can tell that we're full. So this is a hormone called leptin. It's a satiety hormone and like I said, it tells your brain when you're full and it can actually curb overeating. And leptin actually interacts with dopamine. We've heard about dopamine a lot in another podcast and stuff like that. And it's our pleasure and satisfaction hormone. And research suggests that when you eat too quickly, you don't have enough time for this hormonal system to talk to each other. So you might feel physically full, but you're not satisfied with this. And this can leave us reaching for more food, and especially food that brings us pleasure, which isn't always the healthiest kind. And then when you get to the stomach... So our stomach is lined with a bunch of glands, and they produce about four liters of gastric juice a day, which is huge, and it's mainly a substance called hydrochloric acid, and this breaks down food while digestive enzymes split up the protein, making it easier for us to absorb these nutrients.
0: Okay, so is that the only enzyme that's created in your stomach, or is there something else going on there as well?
1: For the stomach, it's mainly that. And then when we move on to the intestines, the pancreas produces more enzymes that help us break down our food.
0: So what happens if you don't have enough stomach acid? Is that a thing? Do some people not have enough stomach acid?
1: Yeah. So this is actually a condition called hypochlorhydria, and it can lead to indigestion or bacterial overgrowth. And there's been research to suggest that biotin hydrochloride supplements might help increase stomach acid levels, which can aid in this breakdown of food and absorption of nutrients. And biotin comes from lots of foods, like spinach and whole grains and beets. And sometimes people say it's a quasi-vitamin because of its multi-benefits in the body.
0: So if you had that situation, like how would it manifest? How would you know if you didn't have enough stomach acid? What are the symptoms?
1: You might get some stomach pain, you might get some feelings of like indigestion, you might get bloated. you might ju- you might see undigested food in your stool, stuff like that.
0: Okay. All right, We talked about the importance of the enzyme, but how do the enzymes get produced in your body? What's responsible for that?
1: Absolutely. So it's pancreas. That's what produces the big three enzymes. So there's amylase for carbohydrates, protease for proteins, and lipase for fats. And these are all released in the small intestine, and they work like little scissors. So each of them cutting each respective nutrient into smaller pieces for digestion. And the pancreas also has a role in buffering our stomach acid. So when food enters the small intestine from the stomach, it's initially mixed with what we talked about before, hydrochloric acid and we know this helps break down our food and activate certain enzymes. So the hydrochloric acid helps activate these pancreatic enzymes because it senses it in the part of the small intestine called the duodenum. Now this acid, it can be damaging to the small intestine, so it needs to protect itself, and this is where the pancreas can come in. So what the pancreas does is it releases something called bicarbonate ions to neutralize stomach acid. So while the pancreatic enzymes focus on breaking down the nutrients in our food, the bicarbonate ions act as a buffer to help neutralize this acidity, and this creates a favorable environment for digestion and absorption in the small intestine.
0: Okay, so Mm -hmm. the pancreas has to be working properly or, or we get some problems, right? Yes. So I guess the phrase is pancreatic insufficiency. So what happens if you have pancreatic insufficiency?
1: Yeah, so pancreatic insufficiency happens when the pancreas isn't making enough of these enzymes that our body needs to break down food properly. And without these enzymes, so there's two things that could happen. One, you can't really digest carbohydrates, proteins or fats. They can't be broken down well. And this makes it hard for your body to get nutrients from the food that you eat. The second thing that can happen is that stomach acid isn't neutralized enough. So if the pancreas isn't releasing enough bicarbonate ions, the acid from the stomach isn't neutralized well. And this can cause lots of discomfort and further issues in digestion. So just to summarize all that, pancreatic insufficiency can lead to trouble digesting food, absorbing nutrients, and this can lead to things like gas, bloating, constipation, and diarrhea. And actually what a lot of people do is they supplement with porcine-sourced pancreatic enzymes, which some say that it works wonders.
0: Okay, so let's talk about those supplements for a bit, because that's interesting, because sometimes I have bloating and gas, and I I was wondering, you know, what is it that might be missing from my diet or from me that might need a little bit of a boost? So let's talk Mm -hmm. about those enzymes for a second. So you can get those in supplement form? And, And like, are they a liquid or a pill? Like, how do you take them?
1: Yeah, so they're usually capsules and there are porcine source, like I said, and for vegans and vegetarians, there's plant-based alternatives like pineapple source from bromelain and papain from papaya fruit, and there are studies suggesting that these may help some people with pancreatic insufficiency. But if people um, are experiencing bloating, the thing that they may want to consider is how are they first eating their food? Are they chewing their food properly? What kind of state are they in stress-wise when they're eating? Because a lot of people eat on the go and they're wondering why well, they're always bloated and their body's just not primed to digest a meal. And suddenly this meal comes into your body and it's not ready to digest it. So it's kind of in a bit of a shock. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I do. But I guess it would be hard to know, like, if you're chewing your food or eating slowly enough, like how how much chewing and how slowly do you need to eat before you have to determine that it isn't that issue, that it might be your stomach acids or it might be the pancreatic enzymes that, that are deficient. Like, how would you know? Is it a process of elimination or like, what do you do?
1: Yeah, I I think it would be a process of elimination. You can also consult your healthcare provider if you want sort of a more comprehensive, deep dive into how well you're digesting. But usually what people recommend is just chewing your food until it's kind of like a fine, it's going to sound kind of gross, but kind of like a fine mush in your mouth. So you know when you chew a lot and you kind of like instinctively start to swallow? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. And, you know, I used to experience the same thing all the time too. I'd be bloated because I'd be, you know, in school, super busy and eating on the go. And then once I actually got myself into a mindset of, okay, like you need to slow down, you need to chew your food and just nothing is ever, you know, a super emergency that you need to take yourself out of this state of calm while you're eating.
0: Okay. What about the food that we're eating? Does that impact digestion and, and, you know, this notion, like, do prebiotics or probiotics impact digestion?
1: Yes, they do. So prebiotics are the food that our gut bacteria feed on. So that's stuff like fiber. And what that does is slow down digestion and it helps our gut bacteria produce beneficial substances like short-chain fatty acids which uh, feed the lining of our gut and can help maintain gut health and also vitamins. And vitamins that are produced by the probiotics are vitamins like vitamin K and the majority of soluble B vitamins.
0: Okay. Can we get enough prebiotics from our food typically? And if so, like, or if not, what are our solutions to that?
1: So it's completely based on the person. but. Eating lots of fiber can help, can be a wonderful source of prebiotics. People also take probiotics as well, and I can give you a little rundown of how they work. Mm -hmm. So some of these beneficial bacteria, they help break down fiber, complex carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. And what they do is they make these nutrients more accessible for absorption in our small intestine. So probiotic bacteria, they're involved in the fermentation of dietary fibers, like we've talked about. And some examples of dietary fibers would be like leafy green vegetables. You've probably seen things like psyllium husk or chia seeds or flax seeds. Those would be examples of fibers. And some of the compounds in these fibers aren't actually digestible by humans, and so the bacteria in our stomach, they feed on these, as I mentioned before, and create all of these energy sources for our stomach, which in turn helps us digest our own food.
0: And I understand fiber plays a role uh, if one were, for example, constipated. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just give you an example with uh, something I just mentioned. So psyllium husk was one of my favorite fibers. And it's a soluble fiber, and it passes through the small intestine without being broken down. And it absorbs water and forms this viscous gel-like compound. And it acts against constipation and diarrhea, which is actually pretty cool when you think about it. So for constipation, it helps form a bulk compound in your bowel. And basically, this can stimulate a process called peristalsis which basically is movement in your intestines, and it essentially can push out the stool if you're feeling a blockage and with diarrhea as i said it absorbs water so it forms a bulk compound so you don't have as liquidy of a bowel movement as you would
0: that makes sense well we've gone through the system we've gone from chewing all the way down through the stomach to the end so i i guess this seems like a fitting end to our discussion would you agree
1: absolutely very funny <laughs> but yeah all kidding aside it's important to talk to your healthcare professional about any problems you might have or supplements you may consider starting and supplements can definitely help with digestive issues but chronic digestive concerns could represent a more serious condition and seeking the guidance of a healthcare professional is definitely recommended
0: thanks so much for coming on the show today
1: thanks for having me
0: that was dasha laneva